Happy holidays, Adventures in Venueland listeners. Or should I say Adventurers, Venuelanders, AIV Army? I don't know. As you may have seen, we gave listeners an opportunity to call in and tell us some fun and memorable event day stories. You'll hear from previous guests, some listeners, and maybe even a host or two. Please enjoy this fun call-in episode, and from all of us at Adventures in Venueland, Dave, Megan, Samantha, Camille, and myself, happy holidays. We can't wait to bring you more adventures in 2022. Hello and welcome to Adventures in Venueland, an EAMC podcast. This is your all-access pass to go backstage and behind the scenes with some of the brightest minds that cross the scope of the live entertainment industry. I'm Dave Rettelberger. And I'm Paul Hooper. We'll introduce you to some of our favorite people as we dive deep into the world of live touring shows and the venues that host them. Hi, EMC and Adventures in Venue Land. Um, I would have to say every single show is eventful in some way, shape, or form. Um, obviously, with all the great people we get to work with, both on the promoter side and the venue side, it's very hard to choose just one memory. But if I have to, um, I would say the first time that I ever worked an Ed Sheeran show, I was such a huge fan. My boss knew it, and he let me do the trade shot by myself first, and then we invited a group of people to get involved. Um, just one of those first-timer, really excited moments, and because he knew that, he gave me a memory that would last a lifetime. So very, very fortunate for him as well as the feature that I've kind of carved in um, at the venue itself. So very excited. Um, can't wait to hear the rest of the memories and looking forward to this bonus episode. Have a good day. Bye. Hi, it's Adam Armit from Scotiabank Arena in Toronto. My favorite event day story, it's hard to choose just one, but the one that sticks with me the most is with Elton John. We all know how great of a show he puts on, but it's Sir Elton John. He's pretty amazing. It's a pretty memorable show. But I had media uh, being ran back of house. I was with the video team back there while my coordinator was at front of house soundboard with photographers. And back of house at an Elton John show, it's dark, all the lights are off, there's road cases everywhere, but it's very tame, it's very calm. You can hear a pin drop. And I'm there with the, with the video team from the news, and all of a sudden, the, the guy from the tour at video board, uh, he says, you might want to move out of the way and just make sure that there's a clear path for the golf cart to come through, because his assistant drives him to the stage from his dressing room in this golf cart, but he's not a very good driver. He tends to hit stuff along the way. And I'm thinking, well, there's no way it could be, you know, that bad. How can he actually be hitting stuff? But there's just enough room for a golf cart to kind of get through. There's road cases everywhere. And all of a sudden, you can see this light from a golf cart coming through this tunnel of backstage. And you can hear the laughing from his assistant and from Elton. And all of a sudden, you start to hear 
bang, and he hits a road case, and bang, he hits another road case, and just massive eruptions of laughter from Elton as this is happening. And all of a sudden, this golf cart zooms by us, away from Elton John, and no sooner than a second after that nice wave and smile from Elton, bang, hits another road case right beside us and just starts howling and laughing and just having the best time on his way to stage. And I just thought that that was just so cool, so funny, and such just a real authentic moment and uh, something that I never uh, will forget and, and never would have thought would happen. So that's my favorite memory. It's hard to choose just one, but that's my favorite one. Hi there. Uh, first time caller, long time listener, awesome podcast. I, I probably should remain anonymous with this story. <laughs> okay. So, no, actually, I'm not going to name any names, but uh, it's one of those nights where you're working a show, right? And you go backstage and it's just me and the tour manager and I'm dropping off some gift or asking for a photo op or something. When And, and this is a big sold out crowd coming, right? For a, a, a let's say an aging, classic rocker and so i'm in the office with the tour manager and the tour manager i'm talking to him and all of a sudden he says hang on one second and he takes a call from the artist and the artist tells him that he has injured his back and is no longer able to because he was going to fly in from home to do the show so he's like, i'm sorry i can't fly in tonight i can't do the show now it's like four o'clock in the afternoon and we're expecting crowd doors not open yet but the manager says to me okay don't tell anybody until I get the word on what is happening. So now I have to go back to my office and they're still setting up for the concert. And like the tour manager specifically said, don't tell anybody yet. And so I'm like, do I tell my GM? Do I tell the, the ops crew, everybody, the food, everybody, food and beverage, everybody's still setting up for the show. And I know there's no chance of the show happening. Finally, I do tell you, obviously I tell a couple of key players and then I get word from the tour manager, okay, we're going to go ahead and announce this, but you have to wait for the publicist. So now, of course, you've got to wait for approved wording, which it takes like, you know, eternity in, in one of the, in, in, you know, show day time. And so you're waiting for word, finally get word. And the artist does open about it and cool about it and says, hey, sorry, uh, I'm canceling the show because I have to, uh, I injured my back, but I will reschedule it for a future date. Uh, and so a postponement, not a cancellation, but it all worked out. But that moment when you know a show is not going to happen and you can't tell your audience or anybody you work with, absolutely terrifying. That said, I love to have problems like these again. So great to be back in the show business. Thanks again, Paul and Dave. Awesome show. Bye. This is Rosie Sell. Um, I'm in Seattle with Climate Pledge Arena. We are a recently opened venue in Seattle, Washington, and I'm calling into, I probably think the most memorable event that I've had to date must be Coldplay October 22nd, 2021, which was our grand opening. Um, amazing, amazing event, usually a stadium event. Um, and just welcoming everyone into our building really for the first time. It was uh, live stream on Amazon to the world. And so working with that team to make sure all the production was, was, was great and the lights were going off and the LED was, you know, triggering and that people were finding their way around. And it was just, um, 
a truly magical experience having worked on a venue opening for the past two years and then just getting to see it come to fruition. So that is my most memorable um, event. Uh, I think being on the floor with the rest of our team and sort of crying tears of joy and um, exhaustion. So, yeah, happy, uh, happy holidays, Venue Land. Hello, EAMC team. This is Erika Brim calling from the beautiful Spectrum Center in Charlotte, North Carolina. This story will be from my old Charlotte Coliseum days. We hosted the first date of the Hard Not Life Life Tour with Jay-Z, Method Man, Red Man, DMX, um, all the hip-hop greats at that time and it was just a memorable moment because all of the urban um, media outlets were in town to help them kick off the tour it went on to be a very successful tour everything just went really well and just to see that moment in history and to look back all these years later and to see all the wonderful great things that happen um, with all of their music careers. As I'm sitting here looking at an old picture, I think that I can see Swiss Beats, uh, Jay-Z, Memphis Bleak, Dame Dash, uh, Method Man, DMX. I know that I see hmm, Red Man. And I think that's about it, just to name a few. But it was a great time to be alive. So I hope that everybody's planning for a wonderful holiday season. Um, cannot wait to connect with everyone next year. And that's it. I will visit you all in email. Have a great, great Christmas. Bye-bye. Happy holidays, everyone. This is Paul from Lexington. Uh, there's so many different stories. It's hard to pick just one. I'll select one that's uh, more recent uh, that I think is definitely memorable for me. And it involved when we had Sergal Simpson and Tyler Childers in town just a couple weeks before the pandemic hit. And we had heard Sergal uh, on a podcast talking about uh, the cocaine bear, which if you haven't heard of what that is, you can Google it. But to sum it up pretty quickly, there was this crazy drug runner in the 50s that was from Kentucky uh, and crashed the plane, dropped a bunch of cocaine. A bear got a hold of it, went on a rampage, basically just running through the forest, died. The stuffed bear ended up being kind of transported around at various locations, was owned by Waylon Jennings at one point. It's a pretty wild story, so I do recommend Googling it. Well, anyways, we decided to uh, work with this local store that had since acquired the bear and have it in catering for Sturgill and Tyler Childers because he and his band thought it was hilarious and knew that it was in Kentucky. So we had it in catering. I was responsible for babysitting it all weekend because we had other events going on. So the most memorable part is me having to push this stuffed bear through 
our corporate offices into our conference room where we stored it past our CEO's office and basically around the entire arena. And it was just a really weird, odd experience that can only happen in live events. I hope everyone has a really happy holiday. Uh, check out Cocaine Bear. Google it. It's crazy. They're actually making a movie out of it that Elizabeth Banks is directing. Uh, but we'll see you next year. Adventures in Venue Land is a side project of the Event and Arena Marketing Conference, a nonprofit organization bringing together people in the field of live entertainment to discuss marketing, publicity, and sales trends. Find out more at eventarenamarketing.com. Audio editing and mixing by Camille Faulkner. Design and digital advertising by Megan Ebeck. Copywriting and publicity by Samantha Marker. Guest booking and brand strategies by Paul Hooper. Guest research by Dave Rettelberger. Marketing strategies by Paul Hooper, Megan Ebeck, and Samantha Marker. Thanks for joining us. Until the next adventure. Hey, Paul. I'm calling to test this. Your greeting sounded great. Uh, Yeah, I'm excited for this. Okay, bye. (laughs)